0: Welcome back everybody. This is Omnitalk Retail coming to you live from NRF 2024 from the Vision Group booth number 5420. Come on, stop by. We are here for one last day, Chris. This one is one last game. Like, this is like the last chance, last dance. Last last dance, last chance for romance. My, I, think that how, I think that's how I think that's how it goes. Or something? Yeah, yes. no, no.
1: <laughs> But yeah, I'm we, moving. I'm shaking. In I'm we are, we
0: are obviously doing this because we know the gentleman standing between us very well, yes, and we, we know do. that he is very comfortable with throwing in some uh, some old disco grooves. Uh, we have we may have not
2: go as far as romance, but some well, we got, yeah, no yeah. romance, bro- no. romance, yeah, maybe some bro- we might yeah. romance. Maybe romance
0: it a little bit, but maybe yes.
1: some well-timed humor. Oh sure. <laughs> my god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let, let me get and to the like, oh, introduction.
0: Yeah. Um, we have standing between us the chief marketing officer from Northern Tool and Equipment, Frank Carlson. Frank, welcome. Thank you. It's so good Excited to have to you be on here. the show.
2: Longtime listener, first time. First time. first time yeah, we yeah. yeah right yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah um so frank you, you we all like you said we all go way back you and i were once senior buyers together in grocery we were cubicle mates you could yes. say in a lot of ways was this uh, frozen food it was when i was in frozen food. dry food
2: frozen food Yep, yeah, dry oh.
1: food and frozen food that's okay. what it was right. So, uh, but yeah so for those that maybe don't know you as well as we do Uh, Explain who you are, your background, and and your job at Northern Tool.
2: Yeah. um, so uh, I guess I'm a career retail guy. I've been in retail since 1999. I started off my career at Target, like we said, and I was there for 15 years in a whole host of uh, really, really cool jobs. Um, Aside from that, maybe the most important thing you should know about my time at Target was there was another guy I worked with there, that helped me probably get double the credit for anything I did because <laughs> people were always mixing the two of us they, up. There, right? they and, were? They, and they yeah. were like, we were viewed as doppelgangers of sorts. Yeah. And the I audience might so. be going, What? Especially from back in the day. But yes. back in the day, back in the day, <laughs> right. we both like similar height, similar build. Yeah, you we are. Both dark. LBs, we both yes. wear dark glasses. Yes. And we both had these like, full heads of dark, dark hair, which Sweet if hair, I guys. don't know what's changed, but maybe I'm Nothing not seeing it Nothing at all, you guys. Look, no, you're like perfect specimens dark, dark of 20-something target yeah, so, employees. So employees. So that's I hence, the conversation. That, right, yeah. hence the conversation. People
1: always come up from behind, Frank, Frank, and they'd tap me on the shoulder. Yeah.
2: Like, uh, and they'd be like, Chris, great work yeah. on that. I was like, actually, it's Frank. I did uh, the work. Uh, uh, but it's <laughs> <amazing>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, so uh, so it tied to our conversation before yeah. we started here, which is you know, can I tell people you're thinking about making this move? Yes, no? for yeah. sure. Go ahead. Is, this Chris is, is your Chris canvas. Is you thinking about taking the plunge, you know, and and uh, shaving the old head. So then we could kind of replicate what we once were, you know. We, we could. We could. Yeah. I, I
1: need. I need to start running like you though. But yes, I need. A, <laughs> we need could a, do a, that we, too lose a few pounds. But yes, but okay, so now you're the chief marketing Yes, yes.
2: Okay, so I was I was at Target. I left I did all sorts of cool stuff there. Uh, I left Target and joined Guitar Center actually was the head of marketing there. I was there for a bit and then uh, Southern California weather was just too nice for me. And so I came back to Minnesota. I joined Best Buy. I was there for five years. Uh, That's where your career uh, really took off. I was, yeah, I became the Chief Marketing Officer uh, at Best Buy, as well as leading the retail media business there. Um, And then just last May, I joined Northern Tool and Equipment, which is an awesome company, having tons and tons of fun there. Yeah. 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 Tell us a little bit
0: about Northern Tool and Equipment for those who aren't familiar. He needs to take a sip. So this is, pause. it's so cool. Yeah. I need to wet
2: my throat to really make this all that it should be. <laughs> um, no, Northern Tool is such a cool company. We started in 1981, um, founded by an entrepreneur named Don Catula, who grew okay. up um, on the Iron Range, northern Minnesota. Family owned a scrapyard. And so like grew up in this in this environment that kind of built this sort of appreciation for our customer and this entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. And in his kind of late twenties, early thirties, he had moved to the Twin Cities, gone to college, worked in in some different places, and then started this company uh, selling log splitters, log splitters oh. that he designed himself. Um, Something kinda, I've never used. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and and kind of uh, to some degree, in Omni the company continued to grow and became kind of omni-channel before that was a right. thing. Right. Taking orders over the phone, over the internet, right. in retail locations, shipping them. Sometimes like he shipped some orders via Greyhound bus, oh which is like God. one of my favorite kind of parts of the story. Yeah. But you know, just kind of kept growing and and you know, fast forward to today, uh, we have 140 stores, you know, we're over a billion dollars in revenue. Um, we we are kinda of a regional retailer, I'd call us regional on yeah. the channel um, and so, you probably to understand the company a little better. I would start with you know the purpose as we define it for the company is to honor and serve those who do tough jobs, right? Okay. And so, when you think about our our customer, our customer tends to be either a professional tradesperson, you okay. know, in the trades, or someone who what I like to call is like trades-minded. So yes. does work like uh, trades-type work for themselves, but in a way that really is sort of pro-level. I explained it a, a billion different ways, but I actually think the easiest way to help people visualize it is that, like if you've watched Parks and Rec, yes. Ron Swanson Ron- is like our core <laughs> customer, right? Like obviously Ron like works for the Parks Department, um, but when he's doing work with his hands, he's doing it like a pro and yes. he looks back at it and says like, somebody really should be paying Ron Swanson is yeah. your muse. Ron Swanson is our muse. Right. Yes, yes. Oh my God. But- um, and so we tend to do really well in, in categories that are for these like, kind of tough um, tough job type of things, right? Pressure washers, power generators, trailers and towing, um, power tools, but like pro-grade sort of power yeah. tools for, for that type of work. And then the only other thing I'd add um, in the kind of description of the company is that we have a core omni-channel retail business, but we also have a couple of other kind of legs to the stool, so to speak, which is like... We're in the wholesale manufacturing business, so we manufacture and design a lot of our own brand products and in fact sell them to Mm. some other retailers. Oh, okay. Um, And then then we have a significant B2B arm as well. Oh, interesting, I did not know that. Well, when you
0: started out building your own log splitters, I feel like you've got some cred in the industry. Like we can build our own products better than maybe
2: And it's always, in eh? in fact, the fascinating part about that is he built, um, he started selling a kit for like, the oil crisis happened. He realized people were going to be wanting to burn wood more to avoid oil like yeah. prices, and so it was a kit of or an instruction manual of how to assemble your own log splitter. And then people started going, "Well, could you just sell me the parts?" And then it became kits, and it's just yeah. a cool story. Oh my yeah. gosh, this is going to turn into this is going
0: to turn into like a four hour deep dive podcast. Yeah, right. And well, don't get us special. started. I mean, yeah, yeah you let us <laughs> go ahead,
1: Frank and I. will I know, keep I know, it I know so, um, well, But you're at NRF, so yeah, so. Uh, yeah. so What brings you here is, have you ever been to NRF before?
2: I have never been to NRF NRF, you know, being in retail since nineteen ninety nine. This is my first time, believe it or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Um, our CEO, Suresh Krishna, is actually on the board of NRF. Okay. And so I kind of through that I got to know um, the folks on the the marketing executive council. And okay. so I joined the council. So we're here for board meetings, council meetings, and then of course, you know, a lot of industry peers are here. It's good to catch up with folks, and then obviously they call it the big show for a reason. So there's like yeah. so much going on. So just to kind of understand what's what's new and exciting and, and kind of future-forward sort of innovation in S-soaking retail. Soaking it
0: all in. And you spoke? That's
2: right. No. This is my only speaking no, engagement. S- I'm speaking. Suresh everything. is speaking. Sur- S- S- is speaking. Spoke. Okay. Yep.
0: Got it. So mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds great. So that was yesterday.
2: That today. was, what day is it today? It was Sunday. Sunday, Sunday morning. Yeah. Okay.
0: Now that we've got our bearings, yeah, we know right. when Suresh spoke. What were, what were some of the key things that he was speaking about or that you think the audience may have taken away yeah. for those people who didn't get to attend the session?
2: Yeah, his focus was on supply chain, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And I would say over the over the past few years, we had a ton of success in during the pandemic, and we kind of used that as a way to really invest in some foundational capabilities yep. that we needed. And so uh, supply chain is one of those. And so he spoke a lot about you know the the steps forward we took why we took them and maybe one of the most key themes is for a company our size yeah just the value of partnership right mm-hmm. you hear and there's a lot of press on some of the bigger companies doing a lot of these big things um all on their own yeah right and for us at our size we've got to be really thoughtful about how do we get to the capabilities our customers need, but do it in a way that's manageable for us, and so great partnerships across a lot of our different partners. It's great. Right, which is happen. so key mm-hmm. for supply chain. I mean, you can't do supply
1: chain without partnerships. So yeah. It's right. literally impossible actually. So. So all right, so Frank, you've only been enrolled for a short time, but we're not gonna let you off the hook. (laughs) So uh, we're curious, what are you most proud of that you've accomplished in your short tenure since you started last year?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll say what am I most proud of that the team has accomplished? Because, you know, it was, this last year was a really, really big year. And so because of that success during the pandemic and the willingness to really invest toward the future, we had a huge year, we implemented, implemented a new retail POS system. Oh my god. Implement implemented a new new e-commerce you don't, you don't platform. Have any hair yeah that's right. Yeah, no, this, was a, this was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> new e-commerce platform, all the supply chain innovation that that I talked about, and then we opened more new stores in that single year than we ever have wow. before. So just super proud of the team and, and frankly, you know, on top of that, I think, you know, the categories that we're in from a macro standpoint right. have softened a bit. And I'm probably most proud of our ability to kind of understand that as it's happening and stay future focused. There's a tendency in retail, right, to, to panic when things like that happen yeah. and start spending all yeah, your it time is, on yeah. the here and now. And I've always believed don't you could waste uphill. years a week at a time. Right. If you don't kind of take a step back and, and, and sort Which of think about the future. Which is always something I've
1: taken from working with you. You're very good at that, of like knowing when you don't want to push water uphill. And, yeah. And man, a point of sale upgrade. That's just about yeah. the hardest thing you can do. So yeah, kudos. yeah.
2: Proud of the team for all those things.
0: Frank, um, what? This is a new category for you, Yeah. new kind of company. What lessons have you learned in doing all of what you just talked about in the last year that yeah. you impart on the audience? Yeah,
2: I mean, first lesson, I would say, is what I just said, right? <laughs> like, you got to be able to take a step back and understand yes. who you are, what you're best at, and how to lean into that. Um, I would also say... You know one of the big differences that this company versus the others is the others I've been with have generally been so mass oriented so broadly right. applicable to a broad customer base and I think one of the things I've really tried to zero in on with the team is that we can really we don't have to be all things to everybody yeah. you know yeah. and there's a ton of growth for us and more growth even when we limit kind of who we're talking to to the people who we were most relevant to okay. and so how to focus yes. on the customer base, um, and really do right by a smaller group of people, which has all sorts of implications for, obviously, um, how you do business and the solutions you're looking for. Which yeah. is really the core ask of your job, too, as yes. a yes. Chief
1: Marketing Officer. So I'm curious, and let's get you out of here on this. So so with that as kind of your definition of your role, how do you look at your priorities for this year? Yeah. And what are you looking to invest in to make them happen?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think, um, So, first off, I'd say, in our, if you think about those sort of three tiers of the business, on the core retail business, um, really thinking about zeroing in and doubling down on where we're strongest. The categories we're strongest, I mentioned those earlier, the geographies where we're strongest, really embracing that notion of a regional retailer. Um, and the customers who, who we will appeal to, right? So, really zeroing in there, and then being really thoughtful about what are the smart bets we can make right. in those other less mature parts of the business that we're going to be core to our future strategy the wholesale um, piece of it, and then the B2B side of it, um, zeroing in on those things. And then, from a marketing standpoint, I would just say I'm in the luxurious position as a marketer to be leading a brand who has huge, like, tons of love from our customer base right. that knows us well, but really, really low awareness. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, lots of fun things we'll be doing to kind of drive that and move the awareness needle. Um, And then from a customer segmentation standpoint, really finding the solutions that allow us to use the resources we have to talk directly to the Ron Swansons of the world, you know, and not a lot of folks who might go, oh, that's neat, but I don't really need anything that you sell. Um, So and then last but not least, always investing in the team. You know, I think this company, one of the things that's most impressive to me about this company that we are family-owned and you feel that every day within the work and the team and the environment and I think that our customers feel that and it's just a really special environment in that way so the team is core to our success and we'll continue to invest in them to yeah. make that continue to be the case.
0: That really differentiates you too in the category awesome. I think and yeah. something that has been a, a resounding theme from a lot of the people that we've talked to at this conference is really putting the focus back on the teams, back on supporting them and providing the tech and tools to do so. So, right well done, Frank. Yeah, thank you, you, you too. You made it through, you Woo! made it through. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks everybody for, for joining us today. We'll be back again uh, shortly with Diana Marshall from Sam's Club next. She was just getting off stage, so we'll find out what she had to say. Uh, thanks again to Vision Group for sponsoring all the coverage that we are bringing you from NRF 2024. And until the next interview, Chris,
1: be careful out there.